Hi, you're about to listen to Dirty Laughs Podcast. When life doesn't give you the success you planned, grab a microphone and your three best friends and put on a show anyway. Good morning. Good morning. <coughs> my God. <coughs> I had not done my vocal warm up for the day. Sing. She's slurping. She's coughing. She's hiccuping. I'm already done with today. Already done. <laughs> How is everyone? Uh, I'm in a mood. Oh, is it because I coughed? No, I'm just, I just like, I'm just in a mood. Love you both. I'm just, I'm just in the mood. I think I'm hormonal. I think that's what it is. Oh. Yeah. I just had like a week's holiday though. Didn't go anywhere. Didn't do anything. You didn't go for brunch? I didn't. I'm brunched out, Harriet. I can't bear it. I'm not doing brunch anymore for the rest of my life. That's bullshit <laughs> and we all know it. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I just stayed at home. It was really nice. And now I've got like one day left and I'm depressed. How are you? Irish? Yeah, I'm all right. The first half of this week was holiday and then I like did a load of day trips with my parents and then the week before I was in London and I haven't really had an actual day off like where I just kind of chill yeah yeah so I was just wanting to kind of do nothing which I mostly have to be honest but I've been trying to like get my stuff together to start applying and kind of auditioning for things Yay. but I'm giving myself a month because I because of just stupid things like um I need to sort out my hair colour and then get new headshots. <laughs> I'm exactly the same, yeah. It's just not the hair colour thing. Yeah, same. <laughs> I think I'm getting new headshots in September. I've got I've got a guy that I know um, I want to go to, but his website's broken, so I can't do anything yet. I've got a message in. But yeah, I've got headshots. I've got my vocal coach. Um, cool. I'm getting on it, yeah. yeah. Well done. I learnt a new monologue yesterday. Ooh. Well done. No, I really need to put together a showreel. Yeah. Mm. Right, okay, then. A risk of opening a can of worms, but I feel like it's time to allow Harriet to talk about this subject. Oh. The question for the week is, is education important to a creative process? Oh, worms everywhere. <laughs> worms. The question is what, sorry? Like, there's lots of different meanings to the word education, but is education important to the creative process? So I have lots of different answers to this. <laughs> so, here we go. For, for those at home who aren't aware, Harriet has strong opinions on education. I do. It's, so I'll give you a little bit of a backstory. I had a lovely time at primary school. I loved my primary school. It was really good. And then I went into secondary school with all the hopes and dreams that we all have of secondary school. And my secondary school was not a nice place. There were two teachers in uh, particular who I won't mention names. However, they ended up about 10 years ago, just after I'd left, being fired for bullying and the mental health effects they'd had on the staff around them and the students. So that should lay out the level for you all. I actually have diagnosed PTSD from my time at school. But anyway, I did not enjoy school at all. I was told on my careers evening when I said oh, I want to go into performing arts that I would do better to go and try and get a job at Tesco. However, they didn't think I was smart enough to work at Tesco's. So good luck in my first year of college. Went to college, got three A stars in performing arts, then went on to university with a scholarship, loved uni. I loved college as well. 
and then went on to drama school and I actually really loved drama school as well. The drama school we went to, the support I got there was support like I had never had throughout my education and I wished so much that my school had given me the support that the drama school gave me. So my very last year of education was probably the best for me. Back to the questions, so that's my backstory with ed- education. And the thing I have against schools, and I should say now as well, I have also gone back to school as a primary school teacher and a secondary school teacher and can confirm I hate both. School only works if your brain fits in that box for school. Like if you listen to a lot of actors, they say, oh, performing arts saved me. Because if your brain doesn't fit in that box, you're not welcome. You're made to feel stupid. You're told performing arts is an unrealistic career choice, rah, 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 all of that. So that that's my opinion on schools. But then as to you need an education. However, I would say you don't need a school education. I guess it's like two sort of slightly different questions, mm. isn't it? It's like, yeah. I think if you're going to do something, you need to have an, a real understanding of what it is. Yeah. So while I think that creativity by itself certainly doesn't require um you know GCSEs and A levels and and any of that kind of school education I think everyone is creative even the people who think they're not Mm. everyone's creative it's just finding the thing that you can feel free within that's really to me what creativity means you can be creative within even ICT and tech and stuff you can be creative with coding and stuff um yeah I think if you know if we're talking about what's classed as a creative subject in school are generally we can't speak on everyone's experience but what we can speak from is our own personal experience of the schools that we went to and the whatever interactions we had there and I was also sat down and told you can't go for these subjects because you've picked too many creative subjects they wouldn't allow me to do that so I had to change what I was doing and do sociology instead of drama yeah I had that too and and I think this is where it becomes a bigger question of like the government and you know schools require people to get into universities to get certain grades so that they look better on paper Mm, yeah therefore that's what they care about and they care about people doing academic subjects because you're more likely to get further in life you're more you know on paper they view that as a success story more than someone who's gone into say acting because (laughs) it's not necessarily something that you can track your success in on your program you know it's like it's very different so I think that's the reason why people don't understand what creativity is yeah you know because it's classed as different subjects you know how they billy bullshit you oh you'll never go far unless you get a c in maths and all of that i got an e in maths in my gcse i got a proud e i was that kid who circled x i had zero support i'm severely dyslexic i do not understand math maths meth meth i don't understand <laughs> meth either <laughs> maybe that was your problem harriet maybe. <laughs> too much meth <laughs> but they said you need this 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 and this it is honestly not the be-all or end-all. Sam, how do you feel about it? You know, basically everything that you've already said, I went through school, to be honest, quite invisible. I suppose in a way it's good, but I also didn't get the uh, guidance that I kind of needed. Everything I've done, I've kind of taught myself to do. I agree with everything you said, but I don't really know what else to say because I'm still trying to teach myself. Yeah. I know that I've always been like the education system doesn't 
define you and it, it's not important to you being able to like be creative but actually when I really think about it I would say that it stifled my creativity for, for a very very long time in the same way that you were saying Sam I, I was quite like anonymous in school particularly yeah. when I was younger I was brushed aside as someone that would never be considered as creative or talented or like should be performing and I was kind of told by many different avenues that that wasn't the correct thing for me to pursue and I should Mm. be doing something different and so I went with it and that's why it wasn't until I was like 24 25 that I was like what am I doing with my life I just I actually do want to perform and I ended up going to train then but and that makes me think that maybe the education system is important to creativity but not in the sense of you know like you must have an education in order to be creative but in the sense of how you're treated can actually not for everyone mm. but i was i wasn't very self-confident growing up mm. and so it did actually it added to all of that and it really did hold me back for years this is exactly what's happening with me right now even in my dance school i was under the radar i remember one time i had to lead a line on onto the stage, we were doing like a tap number or something. And the principal, who I think had never even thought about me before, stopped the music and she was like, Sam, you've got such lovely musicality and stuff like that. All of the girls around me literally said to her, like, it's about time you said something to her because you've you've never like even acknowledged her before. And she works her ass off and it became this big thing. Even to this day, I kind of, because I was so under the radar and I, I've definitely carried that with me, which is why now I'm nearly 27 and only just starting it to get my shit together in terms of, oh, I actually do want to act and I actually want to get some representation and, and get out there and start doing the work that I want to do. Because it's taken me all of this time to sort of, psych myself up to do it Mm. so yeah 100% what you were saying so basically what I'm getting from this whole conversation if anywhere that considers themselves an educational thing actually believed and supported students that went there a lot of people wouldn't have half the issues they have now yeah that they are going to be the main like content in someone's life for like 15 years or whatever it is of your life Mm. and so actually yeah it should be I do believe that much more effort should be put into making people feel um seen and and acknowledged and making them feel like they have a personality I don't know if that sounds weird yeah no I get that I think when you're not acknowledged in school you leave school feeling like you don't know who you are I, I absolutely mm. <laughs> absolutely yeah. to sum up our quite long discussion that was very long wasn't it oh no obviously it's just a very deep topic mm. and everyone's got different experiences and everything like that but it feels like what we're kind of on the same page of is like grades and things like that are not important to no. you know to what you want to do and, and the creative process there's literally like there's no kind of on paper education you need to have in, in order to be creative you know you do you essentially and don't let other people tell you otherwise 
However, the way that schools treat people and the way that the education system is designed does actually hold a lot of people back and it does cause a lot of confusion and all of that stuff. So there is something, you know, to be said for it being important, but maybe not in the way that the Tories probably think it is. (laughs) Oh, fuck the Tories. (laughs) Oh, dear. Okay. Shall we move on to our own musical brighter and happier things (laughs) let's move on so what's woken up the head and the heart we know what shut them down years earlier and we know what kind of brings them together what's ignited this beginning of the musical they wake up in the wilderness why is this decision the thing that's that's kick-started it i just i don't know i feel like in podcasts we've done before I feel like we talked about they were potentially following in, like, the family footsteps or something. Yeah, we did at some point, I think. We could throw a spanner in the works and make the boss a parent. I was thinking this. Like, a family firm. That may be too predictable, but... I have a potential idea. What if they work for the family firm and the job they're being offered is to go run a branch in a different part of the country so they are breaking away from the family but they are sticking within the family firm but joe hates working in the family firm and they don't want to do that i've got an alternative suggestion okay let's weigh them up what if it's not necessarily a in-house promotion what if they've applied for a job elsewhere there is still a promotion but it's elsewhere and they get offered the job there could be something in they've decided to leave the family for like they've they've made a step by applying for another job and going for an interview and that would play into the idea that leaving the family firm and going for a promotion is actually quite a good you know is is a good option a lot of me wonders if this new firm they've applied for have they applied for it or have they been head have they been headhunted maybe they didn't know they wanted they knew they wanted to leave didn't know how to leave and like this opportunity has occurred and it's opportunity by opportunity by opportunity that's making their brain go i think that what i just said yeah oh yay because it's a spark isn't it it's yeah they got headhunted. Yeah, they got headhunted. They haven't. They haven't necessarily even thought mm. of even leaving. Yeah, technically, it's like they have three options, right? Yeah, yeah, they have three. And there's something I like about that because that actually really gets rid of the head and heart linking to a particular decision. Yeah, yeah, I might like that. You know, you could take it because then you could take it like that, or you could take it as if like you got the Corey, Joe, and yeah, Ali. yeah. So which is which, you know? Yeah. So if we are kind of looking at this idea that they've been headhunted, they've been, like, called and offered a job. Yeah. Has this happened before? Is this the first time that they've ever been even, like... Yeah. I would say, yeah. Only because... Only because it's... it's If it's sparking things off, yeah. you know, then absolutely it's the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think Joe has the confidence to put themselves out there to get a new job i mean that might be completely different in your head but in my head they uh, it makes sense they're not yeah. a confident character until no. the end they they might have not even really thought about it you know mm. it might be that this is the first time they've allowed themselves to even entertain the idea of doing it yeah like we were saying when we were talking about the whole education thing, like when you're like anonymous and you feel mm. a little bit like unseen, you don't even see yourself sometimes. That's how I felt most of my childhood. You know, it's like 100%. T- took me into yeah. my 20s to realise that like 
to know who I was, but I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> it's like I hadn't, I hadn't even gone there myself. This is the, this is the where I'm at now. I'm only really discovering who I am in the past few years. Mm. It's a very, oh, I'm trying to think of like a musical th- song example, but I just can't. It's like a very dreamed a dream. Yeah, I've gone. Yeah, almost like a, it's it's an I dreamed a dream God. moment, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the tigers sleep at night. Wow. <laughs> oh <laughs> no! Wow! <laughs> okay, I think that I, I yeah obviously like who knows. We might change our minds. <laughs> Probably. But um, for now, I feel like I kind of like where we're going. Mm. You know, like as this idea that they're in the family business and they've been headhunted off at a different job. Yeah. And that's what's woken them up. Yes. And now it's like, do I stay here? Do I leave and go to this new job? Do I stay or do I go? Do I, <laughs> do I go travelling? Do I just like do something yeah i i like that i think it opens up the doors a lot more doesn't it for like what the decision actually is yeah cool does anyone else have anything they want to add to in in this respect or to the musical i'm all good um yeah are we ready for some music always always come and join some social network she's here for you Got a message. Oh, got text. Got, got text. <laughs> um, so the subject of today's uh, social networking is um, exciting news. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. I had a message from France. Bonjour. Bonjour. Je m'appelle Seb. <laughs> Je m'appelle Claude. <laughs> uh, okay. Hello. Or she actually says hello, but bonjour. Um, I am Ailish's friend from France. Oh, hello, Ailish's friend from France. <laughs> oh, Alexia. Yay. Um, the exciting news I have is that I'm coming for 10 days in September, so we'll finally be able to see each other after two and a half years. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We haven't been in person. Oh. Um, we've booked an exciting spa day and oh, then nice. a show. Yeah, we're going to see Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Oh, cute. I am so jealous. I really want to see that. I've never seen it. I actually don't really know anything about it. I know it's like in drag. That's it. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. I love it. It's such a good musical. I just love that feeling of when you've like you've booked something that you're really excited about and that, like it's come like, it's, on, it's on its way and you just yeah. have something to look forward to i just love that so thanks alexia i appreciate that uh mercy thanks, alexia thank you alexia listens to us all the time and she always says which i think is very nice because we are very good friends but i saw her and then i went away and then the lockdown happened and stuff so we haven't seen each other in in yeah like about two and a half years she says that it's having my voice like listening to the podcast makes her feel like she's in the room with me oh <laughs> that's, that's nice. so lovely very nice so hi alexia hi, big alexia. shout out to alexia and merci alexia i'll yes. see you in two weeks Woo-hoo! <laughs> okay so I think we're going to carry on with this whole positivity, exciting stuff. Um, So if you have any exciting, positive news or a positive story or something good that's happened to you this week or this month or just something 
good in general, a fun fact maybe, then get in touch. You can like and follow us on Instagram at Dirty Laughs Podcast. Um, and email us at podcast at dirtylast.co.uk. God, I nearly Woo. forgot everything then. I was about to say BT Internet. Here <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> All right, we're going to continue our positivity into our final segment. Oh, God, I really hope so. And do you know what, Harriet? I'm I'm in a good mood right now. Okay. So I'm ready to debate something ridiculous. Okay, good. Harriet's head scratcher. Scratch your head now. One of um, our regular listeners who has been with us from day one, Saskia. <laughs> Saskia! Saskia! <laughs> Saskia sends us so many good head scratchers and would you rathers. She does. Would you rather be able to visit the moon or go on an around the world cruise? Moon. Cruise. Can I cruise to the moon? No, there's no <laughs> you water. You die, by the way. <laughs> I re- no, this is the thing. Girls, you know how I feel about the moon, okay? But I don't want to die. And I feel like I would die. Well, that's why I chose the cruise, because I don't feel there's enough research into going in, into space yet. No, I can't. I've got to stay true to myself. I, I would go to the moon. I, I'd choose the cruise. I, I don't think I could do a very a long cruise. I've never done a cruise, to be honest, but I throw up quite easily. I'm a bit scared of water. <laughs> so you thought you'd pick a rocket? Yeah, but that's different. Like, seasick is different. You know, you mm. know, if I'm going to throw up, I'd rather then end in the moon, where, <laughs> where, like, you know, once in a lifetime opportunity, no one does it. I'm not that fussed about the moon. Wouldn't that be cool to, like, put on your, like, CV? <laughs> Astronaut. <laughs> I'd Part ra- time. <laughs> I'd rather go on a round-the-world cruise. I don't... Only because, while I think it'd be nice to go to the moon and see what's up there, I think I'd be too overwhelmed with the anxiety and fear that I'm going to die to actually enjoy it. Is it weird that I feel that way about being on a ship for a long time, though? Rather than More than the moon. Yeah, I feel like... Um. I feel like I would think I'm going to die or we're going to... Titanic's going to happen, we're going to hit an iceberg and I'm not surviving in that water. In fact, I'm killing myself before I hit the water. I would no. I would make sure that Leo got on the uh, door with me. I'd share the door. Yeah, I'd yeah. share that share the door. door. So here's a little story about Dorky me. Um, after watching, I watched Titanic when I was quite young, and after that, I got the fear of like, oh shit, what if what if the boat crashes or sinks or something? And I was like, no, no, I'm a fair swimmer. I'm a really good swimmer. But I don't like getting water in my eyes, so I've always put a pair of goggles in my bag when we go on a boat or when we go on a plane in case the plane crashes into the water. So then, if it crashes, fuck the rest of you, I've got my goggles, I'm swimming away, I'm going. So my goggles come with me. I can't say that I've ever thought of that. That's amazing. No, I haven't either, yeah. Yeah, because, like, I'm a really good swimmer. I swim for county and everything, but... If I've not got my goggles, doggy paddle, that doesn't even happen. Whereas if I've got my goggles, I can sprint away. It's all good. So wherever I go, I always put goggles in my bag. And then I remember once when I was going to America and they, they undid everything in my bag. And they're like, why have you got goggles? I was like, what's well, so if the plane crashes? And I just sort of continued from there. And this guy's looking at me like, oh, my God, <laughs> she's a psychopath. And he just slowly packed everything back in and pushed my bag towards me and went, 
okay you can go and I was like thank you um I sense so yeah. like I love the idea like I can just picture it that everything's like people are screaming they're like oxygen things down and you're there with your goggles on like, <laughs> put your swim cap on ready. yeah stretching ready to go yeah. and doing my warm-ups making sure i'm in you like take off your clothes and you've got like a swimming costume underneath and you're got my racing kit on and when i was really little i don't do this anymore when i was um probably from the ages about eight to maybe eleven i used to put a float in my bag as well so that i could have a, a buoyancy aid if i needed it I because really you have a life jacket I know, but I didn't trust them. I was like, oh, you've got to go to yourself and I'm mathematic. That's not going to work very well, is it? And I've only got little lungs. So I used to have my own little buoyancy aid. And I thought, well, that way I can put, I can do backstroke because that was my strongest one. And I can put it on my front. And then that way I won't drown. I really thought it out. I thought long and hard into this. And then a shark just comes and just goes, yeah. Sharks don't bother <laughs> me. Just eats it. Sharks don't no? bother me. No, sharks don't uh, bother me. Harriet, just going back to your question... What if Elon Musk produces our musical on the moon and we have to go? I want to know oh, what sort please. of budget he's got because I want to know where my Shrosky crystals are. Well, that's all you're going to care about? Well, if he's Shrosky got crystals, to you're on the bloody moon. moon, use the stars! Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shrosky crystals. Crystals. Goodness. Crosby crystals. Shrosky crystals. I mean, the thing is, Harry, I think if he can afford to send us to the moon to put on a show, he can probably afford to give us Swarovski crystals. Yeah, that's what I'm on about. If if you're going to... Okay, if he puts the show on the moon, I want, I want a guarantee, though, of a safety return. Well, Elon, you heard her. Yeah. <laughs> musky boy, musky boy, if you're listening. <laughs> um, right, how are we going to say goodbye? Right, Harriet starts off. Go on, let's bring it back. Good. Good. Why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't. Oh, right, okay, go again. Yeah. Do it again. Right, okay. Hang on. Good. Good. Okay, okay. I'll try. I'll try. Good. Good. Okay, but <laughs> we're like this. <laughs> She's not crossing her fingers anymore. She's doing unspeakable things.